Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. This is the show where we crumble your foundations, make you think for the first time in your life, and then shit it all away with extreme vulgarity. That's right. I'm Eric. We have Boggs, Michael, our guests, Aubrey and Dusty. Say hello again. Hi. And then running the board, we have Kristen, who wants me to say absolutely jack shit about her. So we're just going to keep on going right on. Uh, This time, we are going to go into Scientology. This show is going to be so fucking long, but so hilarious, because this stuff is ridiculous. I think we first want to go into uh, the creator of Scientology, a gentleman by the name of Lafayette Ronald Hubbard, or L. Ron Hubbard, as most people know. Uh, he was born in 1911, died in 1986. Uh, he was a, a science fiction writer, for those that do not know that. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about makes complete sense when you take that into account. Um, most of the stuff and teachings is based off of a book that he wrote called Dianetics, or The Modern Science of Mental Health, because this guy apparently was a doctor. Um <laughs> uh, we're going to go into uh, a lot of stuff about him, including some lies that he created and fabricated about himself. Uh, and of course, you know, Scientologists are going to say that this, uh, we're persecuting him and we're making up lies and stories to try and uh, belittle their... They, do they want to be called a religion? Do they themselves want to be called a religion? I don't uh, even know. Because I know that they want to like parallel with your religion so they can suck you in and steal all your money. They sure do. Uh, they want to be tax-exempt like a religion as well. So they do want to be called a religion? Uh, they just want the charitable um, okay. tax exemption. They, they want all the benefits, but they don't want to be called. Because <laughs> well, yeah, then I that's... think at that point they'd be called a cult. Yeah, that's, that's what everybody wants. I've, I've been talking about that this whole time I've been on the show. It's like, man, it would be great to be like tax-exempt in a band and like... Get your own following just established immediately. Everybody God, wants that is to a get dream. none of the van. <laughs> right? It's just like South Park, dude. I'm <laughs> you. Oh, man. So this guy is just quite a piece of work. Um, let's see. Stuff that I have on him is that he uh, claimed that he has a medical license or that he was a, uh, a medical doctor. He also claimed that he was a nuclear physicist. Nuclear. Nuclear. And uh, I'm not even going to acknowledge that, so damn fuck you. off. Who are you, George W. Bush? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to make up my own damn words. Um, let's see. What else did he do? He, he claimed that he was a military hero when I think he actually uh, tried to get out of it. Um, and he was riddled with uh, financial problems. And uh, he was actually quoted at a science fiction convention in 1948 saying, writing for a penny a word is ridiculous. If a man really wants to make millions of dollars, the best way would be to start his own religion. Hmm. Kind of curious how he started his own religion. (laughs) Following his own advice? And he didn't bother to think that that quote would come back up and haunt him at some point. Well, I guess it hasn't because Scientology has kind of gone off. So (laughs) he was dead on with that shit. So you're wrong is what you're saying. Yes, I'm completely fucking wrong. Although I'm completely right because it's full of shit and most people should see past all this crap. But they don't because people believe in wacky stuff all the time. So how is this any different from a virgin birth? Uh, Dead people coming back to life, walking on water and all that other kooky crap. Because he made millions and you didn't. 
well, you're also insinuating that Jesus was a real person, which we don't know. So, ouch. Yeah, you kind of have to be like real to make money. So that's not true. Elvis is dead. He's not real anymore. Yeah, but somebody's getting that money. His estate. Exactly. Yeah. So a breathing, living person is getting the money. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but he, but he is the one that's making the money. Oh my God! Shut There's the fuck up. Let's be really capitalizing on Jesus that. still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to start it from his background, like you said. You know, his board in Nebraska and stuff. And I guess early on, he promoted the fact that you know his grandfather was a very wealthy rancher. Um, and uh, that's where he kind of got his affluence and stuff. And while he was living with his uh, grandfather on the large cattle ranch, that uh, he'd become a blood brother with the Blackfeet tribe of American uh, Oh, I American forgot about that. And this is like, one of the first things that he put out that was kind of bullshit and stuff. And then they come back and they basically said, you know, well, first of all, his grandfather wasn't, you know, a big time rich rancher. He was a veterinarian. Yeah. And uh, the actual Blackfeet Reservation was hundreds of miles from the place where he lived, and the tribe didn't even practice uh, the blood brotherhood um, ritual, I guess, anymore. Yeah. You know, at that point, I mean, it was so far back. It's line number one. So he came <laughs> up with that. And then he also uh, made a big deal about how, uh, you know, world travel, what a world traveler was, and how he would, um, he had spent a lot of time in um, China and Japan and a lot of the Asian countries studying under um, uh, Buddhist lamas. Going where? Bangkok? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm sure that's the first place I'd go over there. Um, <laughs> but but he said he learned a lot of his um, information stuff that he used for Scientology from Buddhist lamas and meeting Chinese magicians. <laughs> that uh, automatically is funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's the opium that he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it probably. And then, it, but it says, you know, he was able to make these travels because of his wealthy grandfather, but that's not really what happened. Um, he actually he made the travels um, there when he was uh, small, when he was with his mother and stuff. They were traveling from the United States to Guam. I guess it, evidently uh, his father was in the military, and because of being stationed over there or something, that's how he yeah. ended up spending time. But it said that he only went actually over there twice. Uh, once, like I said, through Guam in 27, where he spent about six weeks there. And it said that... Uh, this is what he actually wrote. Like, after he wrote all this great stuff about how he learned so much from their culture, yeah, he wrote later on that his impressions of uh, China or of the... <laughs> I love this. Uh, the places he visited were disdained uh, with poverty, and the inhabitants of Japan and China, whom he described as gooks and lazy and ignorant. Wow. <laughs> said uh, his second, uh, second visit was a family... <laughs> holiday where he took with his parents to China through the Philippines at 28 and he characterized the sites of Beijing as uh, rubberneck stations for tourists and described the place places of the or the palaces of the Forbidden City as a very trashy looking and not worth mentioning uh, said he liked the Great Wall he's extremely impressed with that but concluded of China they smell of all the baths they didn't take the trouble with China is there are too many chinks here <laughs> oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> so he was he was very Holy observant. <laughs> Obviously very observant. So he was a great writer. Uh, the problem with China is there's too many jinxies here. That's, that's not Boggs repeating me. That's just, he's just making a declarative statement. God almighty. Um, 
What? That's just fact. Come on, he guys. He also, uh, because like Eric brought up, he he decided he was a nuclear physicist. Uh, yeah, he, he decided. Attended, he attended, yeah, I'd emphasize that. He attended uh, George Washington University studi- studying uh, civil engineering. And he claimed to have got his graduate degree and also studied nuclear physics there because it wasn't like a degree he could get. But yeah. he said he was one of the first people to take courses in it, um, which is the, the truth. I mean, he... And he failed miserably. Yeah, he received extremely poor grades. He was put on probation and eventually he dropped out. Uh, so he never even actually received his degree in his uh, nuclear physics that he said. And um, so that was part of the thing, you know, he was talking about setting out he wanted to find uh, the nuclear physics he'd find the knowledge for it and of the universe um, that he found lacking in the asian philosophies that he had learned uh, so that's kind of later on we'll get into like how he formed the uh sea org and some of the stuff he did where they basically would travel around and stuff it's basically to obtain information yeah um another thing that he claimed he did was he traveled to puerto rico uh on what the Church of Scientology called the Puerto Rican Mineralogical Expedition uh, to make uh, the first complete um, mineral survey of Puerto Rico. Um, And then, of course, it came out, you know, he wrote about that and claimed that he was the one that discovered and put together this, you know, mining adventure and everything. And it came out later he didn't do it. That... um, he went down there and he wrote this about it that um while harboring the thought of uh, the conquistadors that i left some gold behind i determined to find it uh, gold prospected in the wake of conquistadors on the hunting grounds of the pirates and islands in which still reek of uh, columbus is romantic and i do not begrudge the sweat which splashed in the muddy rivers or the bits of khaki which had probably blown away from the brushes long ago after half a year or more of intensive uh, search my wearing palms then wielding a sample pack after assailing a few hundred sacks of ore, I came back a failure. So they made it out to be like he went on this big prospecting tour and discovered, you know, all this stuff. And then he even comes back and wrote himself saying, no, I failed at it. And so it's like everything. He even contradicts himself a lot of times because he'll say he did something. Most liars do. And then, you know, in Church of Scientology, it's, it's you know, the word like he did no wrong. And then even in his own writings, there would be comeback where he said, oh, you know, well, maybe it didn't do this or didn't do that. And, um, you know, I think another thing was like the war history and stuff that like he had brought up or I guess, you know, he was a leader of a couple different battleships when he was in the Navy and stuff. And both times he was relieved of his duty because of his lack of leadership abilities. And, you know, and he I think one of the things he claimed was that he had a. Uh, a lot of oh, Jesus he had uh, different wounds and stuff um, he had an ulcer um, some kind of a an injury with his eyes or something his optic nerves and all this shit and that's what kind of caused him to you know have to get out of the military and this was after he had already started he had wrote Dianetics which Dianetics says that you know it has a cure for the yeah. elements like if you actually you can cure yeah, yourself yeah, essentially if you actually follow Dianetics you know you can find these cures for yourself so it's like all the fucking issues he had throughout his whole life if he would have followed his own religion <laughs> he would have been he healed wouldn't, he wouldn't have had them so. <laughs> he was fucking up yeah I, I kind of find it ironic that oh, I've heard Christians use like the contradictions that he has in, in his quotes and everything to diminish Scientology in their eyes and it's you, you present the same argument 
in the Bible where it contradicts itself, but that's okay. That's okay. He contradicts himself in Scientology. Oh yeah, that's bad. But in the Bible, no, no, no. It just means something different. You're interpreting it wrong. The nice thing with the Bible, though, is it was written so long ago they can just blame it on like translation somewhere along the way. Oh, well, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's been translated about sixteen times. It, it really, you know. <laughs> that's what. That's what. Uh, that's what I want to put my beliefs in. Right. Yeah. Something that's been translated thousands of times, and that's uh, nobody really knows exactly what was said. That's that's why we had the Book of Mormon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joseph Smith, he cured it all for us right there. It was peace of mind, peace of mind, so you can sleep at night, you know? <laughs> Been manipulated. He had to get the correct word of God down. Right. So, uh, Dynex was kind of the beginning of it all. Um, and like I said, he had the quote where if you want to get rich, you need to start your own religion. Um, That's so classic. Yeah. Uh, and make no mistake, Scientology is all about making money. Straight up. They're, 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 just looking at it from the outside, you can tell right out of the gate. Because they kind of uh, huddle up and collude themselves with religion, any religion, in order to kind of get anybody into the group and organization. Because they say that they don't have any set dogma that they impose on members and that their goal is um, to help rid them of uh, spiritual disabilities. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, I want to go over a uh, it's just a little document. It's called The Way to Happiness, because that doesn't sound like snake oil to anybody, right? <laughs> and it comp- composes of uh, 21 precepts that are supposed to help guide your life. And there's like tons of testimonials of them taking this book over into third world countries that are having huge crime problems and they give it to their inmates and all of a sudden crime rate drops out of nowhere. It's because of this magical book. Um, but it's just the guys to try and sneak Scientology into it and try and, uh, for people who think that it's crazy to go and see and read this and realize that, Hey, they don't have such bad ideas. And then once you get into it, then you start learning the real crazy shit. But the 21 precepts are uh, number one, take care of yourself. Uh, number two, be temperate. Number three, don't be promiscuous, which I completely disagree with. Uh, number four, love and help children. Now, what kind of love are they talking about exactly? Um, five, honor and help your parents. I disagree with that. If your parents are horrible people, why do you want to honor them? Uh, six, set a good example. Seven, seek to live with the truth. Uh, number eight, do not murder. Hmm. Uh, I, I kind of agree with that one. Uh, number nine, do not do anything illegal. Now, that one is very, very vague because there are some things that are illegal that I think should be legal. And on top of that, what if you're living in an oppressive uh, state like North Korea? I don't think anybody can North get Korea a day can hardly take a shit illegal. without it being illegal. Uh, you can't do anything in a day here and not do something I know, not illegal. You uh, can, nobody can. It's impossible. Yeah. So... I mean, it's, it's riddled with all kinds of stuff. Uh, number 10, support a government designed and run for all the people. I'm not too sure about that one. Uh, number 11, do not harm a person of goodwill. So apparently you can just beat up a bad person. It's no big deal. Um, number 12, safeguard and improve your environment. What about the giant churches that they use and cut down trees? Uh, 13, do not steal. 
14, be worthy of trust. 15, fulfill your obligations. 16, be industrious. 17, be competent, which I can guarantee you most Scientologists are not. 18, respect the religions and belief of others. Aha! There we go. Uh, number 19, try not to do things to others that you would not like them to do to you. The That's a really rule, long baby. one. <laughs> <laughs> and then number 20, which is kind of the same thing as 19, but it's just written a little bit differently. Try to treat others as you want them to treat you. That's the same exact Yeah, shape. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I know. Trust me, there's a lot. And number 21, flourish and prosper. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of those. That so, are I mean, similar. there's there's definitely, you know, there's some good stuff in there. You know, don't murder. I, I agree with that. I don't want to murder anybody. Don't steal. You know, I agree with that. Don't steal from other people. But now here's the thing. It says take care of yourself. Let's say you lost your job. You can't find another job. Uh, you're out of money. You have to feed your family. And it even says love and help your children. You have to steal to get food. What the hell are you going to do? Is it, uh, is it listed in priority? I mean, I understand really that you're simple. not being industrious, you're not flourishing and prospering, but you lost your job and you can't find another job. What the hell are you going to do? Uh, that's what do you pretty easy. Actually, you vote for Obama and then he'll give you food stamps. <laughs> right? Obama's going to cure everything. Well, if you don't have to do, like, you know, you don't have to do anything right with bad people, you know, just, just steal from somebody oh, that's bad. okay. That, you yeah, can damn it. Out that way. I didn't even think of that. You beat up the bad people and take from them. It's okay. I don't know if that was... Bum fights, you know, you, they, <laughs> they, they started that. That's totally cool because they're bums, you know, so it's all right. To, it's all right to pay them a hundred bucks and exploit them. Oh, man. That it's in the writing that there you go. That's perfect. Man, these guys thought of everything. Yep. It's actually really is a good thing. I might start being a Scientologist. I don't know. There's a lot of loopholes. I kind of <laughs> like it. But I mean, you can see how they take things that are already in most religions and just kind of take it into the guise of their own stuff. And, I mean, they add on a little bit of stuff. Like, I don't know any religion that talks about safeguarding and improving your environment. Because um, most of them, I mean, let's face it, they were written back then when they didn't give a shit about the environment. Unlike this one. Yeah, unlike today where ago. we really care about it. But, but and well, this is something that I'll probably go on a little bit of tangent. I don't want to. But that's a problem that I have when it comes to you know, safeguarding your environment and all that stuff is that these old texts and books that were written a long time ago, they weren't concerned about it because they didn't understand it. And now Christians and everybody else are using those as a way to pretty much not give a shit about what they're doing to the environment, driving their big ass SUVs that they don't use for anything or their giant trucks that they don't haul anything with. Or, I mean, there's countless other things that we do on a daily basis that absolutely destroy our environment. And we use our religion as an, as an okay, pretty much, because, you know, what happens here doesn't fucking matter. The only thing that matters is what's going to happen in heaven. So fuck it all here. I've actually had somebody tell me verbatim they did not give a shit what happened to their kids after they die because they'll be in heaven. Yep. God gave us uh, the earth to pillage and plunder. I think it says that in the Bible, doesn't it? It's exactly like that. It's ridiculous. Well, and they, I mean, I, I understand, you know, back then there was scarcity and it, there's a lot of hardships and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, they're third world countries and they had those problems. But here in America, I mean, we really, I mean, yeah, we have poor people. We definitely have a lot of issues when it comes to that. But 
let's face it, most people that we know don't have those problems and they just don't give a shit anyway and say fuck it all. You know, I, I, I know Christians that don't help out people as much as uh, other people that are non-religious help out people. But you're, you're a Christian, so you must be a, a good person. So it's okay to be a bastard to everybody. Anyway, off that tangent. <laughs> so when you read these 21 precepts and you go into the Church of Scientology and you try and figure out what they're all about, they will try and audit you. Um, auditing is what they do to try and help rid people of the spiritual disabilities and increase spiritual abilities. They use an electropsychometer or an e-meter, which is a religious artifact. I don't know how you can call it a religious artifact when you build it just well, they, yesterday. What happened was they, I guess, <laughs> uh, what they did, they tried to trademark it or something so people couldn't yeah. use it or yeah. so the government came in and that's what they, they, they put it under that category as a religous artifact. I thought and it was just a turkey wishbone. <laughs> yeah. It looks just like... Just hold on to it. Whoever has the bigger end, they have the the less fetans. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like um, like a little weight scale or something. It's got yeah, the little it's thing got at the two t- little bars that connect to it. And you just hold these two like silver bars. And, and then they ask you questions about your past. And it's supposed to measure your thetan levels. There are... According to them, three basic parts of a man. You need to... You the need mind, to, body, and thetan. As I say, you need to explain the thetan. Thetan is an immortal spiritual being. So, uh, do we, we're going to go into Xenu now? You want me to do the basic background? Uh, Xenu is so yeah, much fun. So I, much fun, though. I, I can do the basic hey, yo, history. We, we can talk about Tom Cruise at some point today, too. Right? No, fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah, nobody gives him. a shit about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Everybody knows he's crazy. I've got fucking awesome quotes, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was my research, goddammit. Really your your research you did five seconds up. ago? Cut his mic. I totally <laughs> did not do this five seconds ago. All right, here we go. Yeah, you did when we, or whenever we started the show. Sorry. Here's the, basic, the basic history of Scientology five from the beginning. <laughs> and then Boggs will read us Tom Cruise quotes. Yes. All right. Yes. So 95 million years ago, a galactic co- uh, federation of planets, which is about 76 of them, from what I was ruled over by Lord Xenu. Uh, he felt the planets were overpopulated, averaging about 178 billion humans per planet. So he they actually say humans. It said it said humans, okay. human humanoids. I, 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 I really didn't I read anywhere where it said actual humans. I just heard it's uh, it referred to people or bodies. I saw I never, aliens a couple places, yeah. and hu- they refer to them as humans a couple other areas. So the human alien. I don't like the clean number things. of 95 billion either. Can't it, they come up with, you know, 95 billion, 600, you know, I mean, it, it, that's a little <laughs> no, more No, we just had to round it up or down. Look, look, dude, I actually, this is in his own handwriting. I pulled off a thing where it's in Elrond. This is written in his handwriting. And if you can actually, if people want to Google it, you can probably Google where it's actually has him saying this stuff. He's explaining it. So, oh, really? Yeah. So this isn't, I didn't make this shit. I got this directly from the man himself. You mean it's for reals? It's for reals. <laughs> bitch. So... Because there's so much overpopulation and stuff, um, he rounded up all the people from the planets. They were frozen and loaded onto these galactic cruisers, which Elrond described as being like a DC-8 airplane, only with rocket engines. <laughs> this is seriously what he said. Then they flew to the planet Tegiak, which is Earth to us. 
Um, and he dumped the frozen bodies. Dude, stop and laughing, bro. I can't help it. He dumped the frozen <laughs> bodies. Hilarious. Dude, this, shut the fuck up. This is really serious <laughs> stuff here. This is important. He dumped the frozen bodies into the volcanoes of Hawaii. So at least, you know, he picked a nice place to drop them. <laughs> then he set off hydrogen bombs on top of each of the volcanoes to kill them. Yep. Because I don't think the lava probably did it. Nope. Uh, One enough. So this killed the aliens, but it released their spirits or their or thetans, Thetan, yeah. or thetans into the skies, which uh, he then he knew that the thetans were going to release into the sky. So he had this gigantic electric ribbon thing. I don't. He pretty much like it, a soul catcher. Is a soul catcher. It's yeah. a Thetan catcher. Yeah, it's like an Indian soul catcher. Because he anticipated the Thetans trying to escape. So Xenu gathered all the souls, and then he had a facility erected where they implanted the Thetans, and they had them watch these giant projection screens that basically brainwashed them. Are you getting all this, Boggs? <laughs> yes, they brainwashed souls. So they brainwashed the the souls with several tracks. All he said was tracks and s- such as O. T2, which I'm sure is like when we get into the, o, the OT stuff, yeah. like the levels. And so I guess it has something to do with that. He didn't really explain it. Uh, he said it took about 36 days for each one of them to be basically brainwashed. And then they were set free to roam the earth. Um, of course, they're all confused and crazy and shit. And so they're flying around the earth now looking for humans to attach themselves to. So now today, all humans have these thetans within them, and all of our causes of our fears, any disorders, anxieties we have, are all because of these thetans that reside within us. Um, and just a side note, because everybody wants to know what happened to Zeno afterwards, because he did this horrible act. Um, loyal, loyal officers of the, of the uh, Confederation uh, got Zeno. They captured him about six years later, says, and put him in an electronic trap and put him on a mountain. I, they, I didn't get where the mountain was exactly. They, they don't specify. They just say that he was in prison on a planet that is a barren desert within yeah. a mountain trap. It's an unnamed world. And that, so that was after the, uh, the Federation rebelled and they fought him for six years. Yeah, six years after he, he pulled this six shit. Are you sure he's years? not in Kenya? Yeah. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's still there today, so... Is this yeah. six Earth so years or is this six We're safe from Xenu for right now. I don't know, man. Elrond just said six but years. But he so might escape. Hmm. And, it, I mean, if he escapes, then we're, we're fucked. Probably. Xenu's going to come after us. He sounds like a real douchebag dropping people into volcanoes and blowing them up with hydrogen bombs. You would think that if they had the technology to get here, they would use something bigger than a hydrogen bomb. Well, I'm just impressed that they had DC-8s with rocket engines 95 million years ago. So you have those thetans, Excellent. and they attach themselves to you, and they make you confused and all that other shit. And that's why nobody really has the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have mm-hmm. to purify through auditing until the practitioner reaches a state of what they call clear. And while a clear's own thetan is now free of destructive engrams, which is a whole other fucking thing, uh, his physical form is still inhabited by body thetans. These are clusters of <laughs> ancient and executed thetans. I don't know what the fuck the difference is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. One was murdered, I guess. Who was um, most Scientologists are not made aware of this fact. And th- th- uh, this is actually pretty damn hilarious. Um, because you have to reach a level called OT3 
which I take it is kind of hard to get to. Um, so whenever you get past the auditing part, you become OT1. And then um, after uh, going through and becoming clear and going through uh, end phenomena and uh, operating Thetan and all kinds of other stuff, um, you become uh, OT2. So once you reach OT3 is when most of the Xenu stories are told to you and made available, which, by the way, you had to pay for all of your auditing and all the information that you receive in the books and everything. They will sell all this shit to you. Yeah. Besides auditing, you also have to take uh, training yeah. for different classes. You got to pay for that, too. They call them techs. Do you yeah. know if they have a student discount? <laughs> I don't know. You get a card you can take to the movie theater and stuff to get like... But I go 50, to the local university. <laughs> that would be really uh, But if you are lower than an OT3, you are told and all of them actively avoid any material uh, regarding Xenu, believing it to be dangerous for them to read it. Um, I believe L. Ron Hubbard is actually even quoted as saying that if you read it, you will have vomiting, headaches, possible death. Mm-hmm. If you are not ready, because your Thetan is not ready to hear this stuff. Yep. And it'll freak out and kill you. Um, (laughs) so they actively avoid that material Uh, but uh, and it's really hard to find anything on Xenu from an actual OT3 or above Scientologist because in their own writing if they just gave that information out to everybody it would harm a lot of people so they can't say it but they actively pursue people that publish anything about Xenu under copyright infringement the kicker is, is that they actually had to prove that they have documentation of Xenu for copyright infringement, but they can't because then that information would be dangerous. So none of the lawsuits ever go through. <laughs> How fucking sick is that? I'm going to sue you because you have it. Okay, prove it. I, I can't tell you that because it'll hurt you. Yeah. You, yeah you, sorry, that, that information costs. You can't just take it for uh, you know. You just can't take my word for it. Just go ask John Travolta, Jesus. Tom Cruise about that. That's so twisted. I think uh, maybe that's so that, fucking awesome though. I just had a revel- <laughs> I just had a revelation. Maybe that's why uh, Travolta is such a big pilot. He's trying to learn how to fly. So if he can ever get those rocket boosters, then maybe he can. Maybe. He can go free. Uh, Zeno and he wants to take over the universe with him. Uh, and just so you know, there are um, eight levels. Or actually, no, there's a shitload more levels. The only thing I saw Because a lot of them are... Um, mo- saw, most people don't get to these higher levels because they realize by the time to, they get there that it's a fucktard of stuff and I should just back out before I start losing everything I own. See, I think... I saw something where it only went to like seven. Like after you hit three... Then you really move up into like, yeah. like special training. Yeah, three is like the, the four through seven. I didn't see anything after that. Uh, there is some stuff, but three is like that. That's the tipping point. I think that's yeah. where pretty much most people are like they're either in it or they realize this is ridiculous. I need to get the hell out of here yeah. <laughs> right now. Um, but uh, like, let's see. Um, Ot seven. Uh, the graduation level requires a $100,000 payment. Yeah. So you actually have to pay just to graduate to the next level. I'm out on that. 
That's badass. <laughs> so, I mean, people like Tom Cruise, they're probably like really high levels because they can just pay out the wazoo to get higher and higher and higher. <laughs> it's kind of, is this like uh, like WoW or something where you're like, you're power leveling, you're, you, you pay somebody else to like do everything for you and you're gaining more and more levels? Really? We go from dungeons <laughs> and dungeons to WoW, huh? All right. Uh, uh, disgusting. You guys. Well, well, I guess we can get into... Um, some of the uh, negative aspects of Scientology, because after all, it wouldn't be a, a legit religion without having some kind of a disgusting, uh, sinister background. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll put the link up on the website, and it's just got a, a lot of stories, but it's a, a webpage that's dedicated to um, people that were born into Scientology and that are no longer in the church and it just goes through their kind of story a lot of it had to do with uh, abuse um they send their kids to these um i mean they're essentially like concentration camps um where there are these little communities where they force them to work they don't properly educate them um i mean they house and feed them but what the hell is that when you're working all damn day you hardly get an education and your parents treat you like shit and I think that kind of goes against uh, one of their uh, 21 precepts there, you know, that suckered them into this whole religion to begin with. See, that to me makes it an official religion. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you have contradictory terms. But more recent headlines is um, their, uh, their detox clinics because Scientologists, because it's all, uh, you know, psychological based and the Thetans is the, the reason for it. They don't believe in any kind of drugs. Uh, to help with rehab or any kind of psychological problems. So you're supposed to do it by natural means. So they stick people in saunas for hours every day. Um, they had in uh, Oklahoma, they had uh, three people that died because um, of their practices. And there were reports that they had them in saunas for three hours, or I'm sorry, five hours every day for 30 days and then they were given mega doses of vitamins i don't know how negative that is to you but i would assume it's not that great um and what vitamins they're taking i don't know um and then also another guy he uh jumped off the balcony of a clinic <laughs> after a week of treatment because they refused him anything i mean they and they neglected him too they said he was left unsupervised and uh, they did not ask if he was having withdrawal symptoms. Um, and they just weaned him off too fast. I mean, they're, they're so anti-drug that if you go in there, they pretty much, they give you nothing. They just cut you stone cold straight off. And anybody who's ever been addicted to, uh, especially the hardcore drugs, knows that you just cannot do that. There's no such thing as cold turkey. You have to wean very slowly off of that shit. Otherwise, you're just going to go absolutely insane. Um, yeah, so he suffered multiple fractures after throwing himself off the third floor at the center. And then um, there have been up to five deaths that have been linked to uh, Scientology, re Scientology rehab clinics since 2005. So, yeah, great people taking care of others and stuff, right? Whoops. Wait, lay out on him. Don't say anything. Oh, my God, this shit again. <laughs> I'll just fucking end the show right now. If that's the way it's gonna no, be. Don't do that. Don't. Yeah, don't. We, that's what I thought. It's, Assholes. It's too great. Let's not do that. Actually, I've got some other stuff I wanted to go back and hit on. Go for it. Some fun stuff. Oh, you want to go next, Excalibur? I wanted to talk about that and then his uh, 
little dealings with the occult. I was gonna say putting his toes into the occult. You we were talking about him making money before he even did Dianetics. I think this is where he finally figured out. Like, there's actually a, there's a movie coming out that I don't think it's I I don't think that they're trying to say that they're like an, it's a thing on Elrond Hubbard, but John it pretty Travolta much is. is not in it. It's not Battleship. Or oh, two, what is, is it called? I think it's called like the Master. I'll have to look it up real quick. Go ahead. We should have all sat and watched uh, Battleship Earth before we did this. Just that would have been research. <laughs> for research. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck that, dude. But no, in 38, I mean, this is, you know, about 15 years before he did Dianetics or thereabouts. He wrote a book called Excalibur that I guess he decided was the greatest piece of literature ever. And it was what's really going to make a name for him. And uh, Hubbard told his uh, literary agent at the time that whoever read it would either go insane or commit suicide. And that the last time he had shown it to a publisher in New York, he walked in the office to find out um, to find out what his reaction was. And the publisher called for the reader. The reader came in to check out the manuscript, threw it on the table, and then threw himself out the window of the skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's like, that's not a way to promote a book. No, not you know at all. I mean? <laughs> But um, <laughs> he couldn't get anybody to take on this book, I guess because, you know, they kept throwing themselves out of fucking windows. So they couldn't get anybody <laughs> to publish it. So he went into the state of depression. And then this is what he he ended up writing this in a letter uh, to his wife at the time. It said, writing action pulp doesn't actually or doesn't have uh, much agreement with what I have to do because in regards to my progress by demanding incessant attention and further actuality weakens my name. God, I hate the way he writes. Um so you see, I've got to do something about it. At the same time, strengthen the old financial position. So I think he realized then that his writing wasn't really going to get anywhere. So that's where he, I think he started coming to the conclusion that, hey, I got to do something to make some money. I got a question yeah. about this. If this book would kill people, why didn't Zenu just have him write this and show it to everybody to cure the overpopulation 95 billion years ago? Well, <laughs> you got to remember. Well, that's well see, there, it's not a spiritual thing. This is just, uh, or it's not a uh, like psychic link or anything well, that he has with him. the problem. That seems like the easier solve than anything else, you know? Just, I don't think just he was writing the it book. To- to kill people <laughs> i'm just saying he's just he was saying that this book was so fucking great and insane that it just made people couldn't comprehend it i think is what he was getting at yeah yeah it was and, too much their thetan couldn't handle it and it would shove people out of windows and i've read a bunch of his yeah. quotes. dead is dead, okay. <laughs> dead is yeah dead. and i read a bunch of his quotes and stuff and the no way matter he how you go it, about it, it it makes me insane too so i believe it but the fun thing is that manuscript for that book is like a it's a big thing within scientology and um, back in the 50s, the Scientology, uh, they offered signed gold-bound and locked copies of it that they're selling for $1,500 each. Ooh. And it, they warned that the four of the first 15 people who read it had went insane and that it would only be released if they, had, if they signed a sworn statement not to permit any other readers to read it. And it, they said it contained data that uh, wasn't allowed to be released during Mr. Hubbard's stay on the Earth. So. This is like an Elder Scroll. Yeah, it's the Elder Scroll of L. Ron Hubbard. But uh, with the God thing, we were, you, know, you mentioned a second ago, with that, um, Scientologists actually, they don't consider a belief in God or gods, as, or they believe it as something like it's a personal thing. Like they don't, it's, that's where to me I don't even get the whole religious aspect of it is how they can claim to be a religion because they don't really believe in a God or like Jesus or someone in particular. They believe that everybody has their own beliefs. And that's just a personal 
feeling. Well, really, that that itself goes against their own doctrine because apparently the thetans that are attached to us are brainwashed and they're confused, and that's why we're confused. And people yeah. are confused because of things like religion. So shouldn't that in itself be anti-religion? Don't try and put common sense and logic into my argument. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what the fuck I read. Just saying. <laughs> um, as far as the occult thing goes, and this was right before he started the religion too, um, I guess that this time in his life he was having marital issues and his I guess wife and kids lived up in uh, Washington and he moved down to California to kind of restart his life and he hooked up with this dude Jack Parsons who uh, was an extremely wealthy guy and he took a liking to uh, Elbron and brought him in and stuff and the thing with Jack Parsons is he was an occultist and he followed um, Aleister Crowley which if nobody knows anything about Aleister Crowley you can just look it up he was I think pretty much known as kind of a Satanist, wasn't he? Um, I mean, dark dark magic and everything yeah. like that. He was into that. I don't know. Maybe Satanist isn't the way to put it. I did a little research on I that. I mean, that, that's what he'd be coined, but that's not real Satanism. But he was uh, in charge of a, an order called the Ordo Tempi Orientis. And um, so Ron got involved with him, and they collaborated on this thing called Babylon, which is a uh, sexual magical ritual intended to summon the incarnation of Babylon, the mother of abominations. Nice. Yeah, so they we worked on this, and um, I guess it didn't really work out for them so much. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't really work. So they decided that what they what needed to do was they needed to increase their knowledge base. So using uh, mostly Jack Parsons' money. Oh, yeah, the little thing I forgot. Ron basically started banging uh, Jack's girlfriend, but Ron liked him so much, that, or uh, Jack liked Ron so much he didn't mind it. So then they kind of, <laughs> so they kind of hooked up. So all three of them went in cahoots together, and they Sweet started gig. This, this thing called Allied Enterprises, which they were going to buy uh, some ship, uh, a ship, and then sell around the world collecting uh, materials and stuff. And of course, Parsons funded the whole thing, and he let Alistair Crowley kind of know what their game plan was, and Crowley uh, wrote back to him saying that, um, you know, suspect Ron playing confidence tricks Jack, you weak fool. Obviously, uh, obvious victim uh, prowling swindlers is, swindlers is what they are. So Alistair told him, he's like, look, dude, he's a con man. He's taking your fucking money. Yeah. Lay off him. And, of course, finally I think he came to his senses and stuff. So they had a big court battle and stuff where Parsons ended up losing pretty much all of his money. Uh, L. Ron and that Sarah bitch got a lot of it. And then they moved on their merry way and stuff. And I think he used a lot of the funding to go ahead and kind of start, you know, the, what he had learned from the cultists and stuff and that funding to kind of get his foot in the doors, starting this religious aspect. But it's funny because it says the Scientology accounts do mention Hubbard's involvement in occultism. This is how they spin it. But instead, uh, he is described as continuing to write to help support his research during that period, the development of a means to better better the condition of man. The Church of Scientology is nonetheless uh, acknowledged Hubbard's involvement within the cult. A 1969 statement written by Hubbard himself. So this is Hubbard saying this, but this is what Scientology puts out. It's, like, it's always nice when you go back and rewrite history for yourself. Right, yeah. It's pretty uh, easy. Hubbard broke up uh, black magic in America. This is what he said. He he wrote this. Hubbard broke up black magic in America. Elron Hubbard was still an officer in the U.S. Navy because he was well known as a writer and philosopher and had friends amongst the psych, psych, ugh, physicists. He was then sent to handle the fuck me. 
handled the situation. He went to live in a house and investigated the black magic rites and the general situation and found them very bad. Hubbard's mission was successful far beyond anyone's expectations. The house was torn down. Hubbard rescued a girl they were using. The black magic group was dispelled and destroyed, never recovered. So he, wow. even, so he rescued that girl, Sarah, and, oh, really? and, and tore down their little cult and stuff. And what an egotistical bastard. They didn't even mention the two kittens he saved, too. And this, <laughs> this is just a, this is a side note, just to throw in, because I, I saw this and liked it. Um, he ended up marrying that girl, Sarah, but he was still married to his former wife, Polly, at the time. Ouch. And, of course, she didn't find out until a year later. So she Whoops. basically, instead of getting his ass thrown in jail she just made a deal with him where she got custody of the children so they could get their divorce and so pretty much what you're saying is he's a con man yeah bigamist con man huh so and he like uh, he has a very bloated ego just yeah. so you know well I most found con a, men kind of do i found a podcast that we can listen to after we get drunk tonight about uh oh here we go uh let me see it's oto the little group you're talking about it's called Thelema now and i'll, I'll just want to read this fucking the uh, description of the podcast because it's awesome. The Lima Now's guest is Jason Miller of Strategic Sorcery. Jason discusses using magic and planning to create wealth and stability instead of waiting until there is an emergency to call upon the spirits. His new book is Financial Sorcery, Magical Strategies to Create Real and Lasting Wealth, and it mixes the solid common sense advice with magical practice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of this? Uh, that Holy movie fuck. I was talking about, by the way, is called The Master. Um, the Master. And it's, they're not touting it like as a, uh, based off of L. Ron Hubbard, but that's pretty much what it is. It's about a young guy who gets swindled by this old charismatic guy after uh, coming back from, uh, he was a naval veteran. And yeah, and how they kind of start their own religion and stuff. And how he steals all of his money. <laughs> that last part's kind of important. <laughs> but yeah, there's you can go online and there's thousands and thousands of people that quit the church because they gave all their money away. I know there was a guy in uh, Norway. He jumped off uh, the roof of his building. and He must have read the Excalibur. <laughs> he had still in his hand whenever they like pried him off of the car that he fell onto. He still had like, I think it was like $21 in his hand. And they come to find out that was all the money he had left. Scientology had taken everything else. Well, that's not the kind of money that's going to get you to OT3 level. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's like, fuck, I can't get to the next level. I'll just kill myself. Get rid of these Setons. (laughs) You know, he could have gone and beat up some bad guys and just taken their money and used that. (laughs) It's okay. There's tons of wealthy people who are bad. Man, that's... Nah. They're the job creators of the good people or society. So, yes, Scientology is a whack job. It is a complete cult. It is a fraud. But it's no different than any other religion. Except it's not really a religion. (laughs) I mean, I I really couldn't conclude that that that's a religion from the stuff I read. I mean, they really, like I said, even with their whole theory on they they believe in immortal souls and all this other stuff to me that's a religion it's very theology hey eric would you say that you don't like scientology uh yeah i don't like it okay well you want to hear what tom cruise says to you oh my god uh what does tom cruise say to me about me some not people, liking some people this is a quote off of a website called tom cruise's so Nets. some people me some meaning people, me eric well <laughs> if they don't like scientology maybe i'm an egomaniac well then fuck you really fuck you period that's his quote. 
All right. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. It's awesome. I didn't get all that. Can you read that again? <laughs> um, I'll just get to the good part. Fuck you. Oh, my goodness. Tom, <laughs> so, Tom Cruise. Now, That's not a way is, to this bring is, people in. There is a disclaimer to this site, just so everybody knows. It says, uh, our use of the term nuts is meant as defining Webster's as a reference to an eccentric person. That's all. We did not mean in any way <laughs> to denigrate or belittle anyone with mental illness. Well, in they fact, know, they, they're just afraid he'll sue them. Like he I was about to say. People. That's fact, why they put that. Well, maybe. In fact, well, we take mental illness very seriously, which is why Mr. Cruise's ill-informed rant inspired us to create this website. We don't have anything personally against Mr. Cruz either. We think he's a first-class actor and a humanitarian. <laughs> we did used to worry that he was a misguided zealot, but that's all. Now we think he's a dangerous misguided zealot. Oh, well. That's, that's in their disclaimer. So. Yes, oh I would agree with that. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit on him on this one, but uh, most of it is... Some of it's kind of positive. I wouldn't be here today where I am without it. And it is. this is talking about Scientology. And it is things that I apply to my life to help me improve my conditions that actually help me to be able like to being think divorced for myself. Think for myself. That's the first one. To be able to make the decisions. The decisions. Uh, I use it and I apply it. And when you talk about things, those are lies. Hold on a second. <laughs> when you talk about things, those are lies. And really, when you get down to it, you know there are bigots. There are people that just want to hate, period. No matter what, right? Why did they include right in that? I'm not well, a hater. I'm, I'm sorry, but that that's a hollow argument that's used for every religion is that it, it helps benefit people's lives. I mean, honestly, you don't think that if we didn't have any religion, nobody's lives would have any kind of benefit? Bullshit. Hey man, look People at can find benefit in everything. You don't need a God or some religion or somebody else telling you how to live in order to have a beneficial life. You don't need all that shit. It's it pisses me off because that lays the foundation for the absolute nut jobs that go wild with this stuff and wind up harming people or killing them or genocide or whatever it may be. I'm sorry, but that's the ultimatum of all religion is death and destruction. All of it. You know, I don't think they would allow you in because according to uh, Scientologists, people who leave the church and talk the way you're talking about the <laughs> church right now are considered suppressive persons. So you are definitely a fucking suppressive person. That's why I don't belong to any religion, and creed, suppressive. doctrine, dogma, though, whatever it may be. At the very least, Scientologists don't think you're going to hell. So. That is true. They don't believe I'm going to hell. Now, you're, what will happen then? You that that your, is a step in the right direction. Your, yeah. your souls. They're no longer giving me threats. How's that work? Your thetan souls leave your body and just go attach to somebody else so they have to fucking deal with them? I, I don't know if Scientology ever like dives into what happens to you if you die. All right, any Scientologists uh, on you. Make sure you email us and let us know what the fuck happens after that. Because I didn't. Find I'm pretty that. sure they don't list that at all. Because I mean. You're just not high enough level, guys. So Tom Cruise, uh, if you're yeah. listening. I need to be OT12. Maybe. <laughs> Don't learn that shit. One thing I like, too, is, uh, you know, they have the their highest organization that kind of runs everything is that Sea Org. Did you read anything on that? The what? The Sea Org. It's their biggest. It's like the highest level people. They all work. And oh, these yeah, are the people yeah. who run the organization. I, I, like I didn't really thing. write a whole lot. I didn't write down a whole lot about them, but, yeah, I read up on it. Yeah, I'm just throwing out fun facts here. And they... Uh, they run the fucking thing, and it's fun because you to become a member of the Sea Org, I mean, you're the top of the pyramid within Scientology. You can't have any children or family, and if you do, then you are you have to get the hell out. And they also have to sign uh, billion-year contracts because, you know, your life, you yeah. keep living on and on. 
So they want to, you have to sign a contract for a billion years. I just like that. Wow. I thought that was pretty cool. Why a billion? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you're going like, that far, you might as well make it like, like, you know, football or something like they'll sign a guy up for six or seven years. Cause you don't want to get them past their prime. Right. <laughs> Cause then you're stuck with a fucking old geezer. Once a Thetan gets past a billion, man. it's worthless. Oh, fucking running backs after they hit 30, they're no good anymore. So I figure a billion years true. in, it's time for you to go. Change the scene, maybe. Scene. <laughs> Change your scene. You get tired of it after a billion years. You're like, you know like, what? Uh, you know what? We need some new anymore. guys. We need some new guys. This is getting stale. <laughs> so anyway, Elberon Hubbard, great American, <laughs> right? War hero. Oh, and also he very was, knowledgeable person. I mean, he he was a practicing. Uh, you know, he was a uh, physicist, nuclear physicist, nuclear physicist, oh, also, and he also uh, was a you know licensed physician. He was a member of the Black what Foot Tribe? I can't even remember what the hell it said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also he did the the Blood Brother ritual or whatever with the he was the, uh, the people that didn't even have that ritual. He was the youngest uh, Eagle Scout in American history. <laughs> Don't forget that as well. <laughs> All around awesome. He didn't create it, but he came up with uh, the idea of the internet. Yeah, I think he might have done that too. And it was actually just Thetans talking to each other from a distance. That's what it was. <laughs> so anyway, so we've, I think we've uh, proven that he was awesome, and Scientology is the way to go. So save up your money, and start studying some tech. So now I guess it's decision making time. Well, I think I think I kind of you know planted my idea right there at the end, where I'm not subscribing to jack shit. You have to pick something. No. Not going to do it. We agreed at the beginning of the show we were going to pick something. Yeah, we're all going to sl- slit our hands open and do I can't blood do it. I'm not, and I'm not crazy. Wanna go fucking I, I don't up. need that kind of stuff in my life. I don't have, have that want. We should just have a religion that just promotes there masturbation. Go. Eric, Eric broke his promise. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I, just, I don't have a desire to become involved in any of that stuff. Would you join a religion that said just masturbate all the time? Yes. Give me that religion. I'm there. That's actually like the pinnacle of religion. If you can, like I start right now. Twice I think a day. We, I think we learned. That. I know exactly I did a last show, but can I start right now? I think we learned with Mormonism. Yeah. We can do I'm that. Start my worship. As long as you just go tell it. your bishop. It's coming. <laughs> you can <laughs> masturbate coming. all you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. So are we gonna wrap this son of a bitch up? I guess we should. I mean, we've kind of, kind of gone over every everything and taken a giant dump on it. Yeah, I think so. I think we've had enough we fun. We couldn't even get through the doctrine without laughing at it. That's the funny <laughs> <laughs> I think we had enough fun Holy with Elron and Zeno. Anything to add, Dusty, Aubrey? Hey, Kristen, you want to say yeah. at least one fucking thing in the mic since we set up your mic for you? No? She's never going to say anything. She, is, she doesn't want to be a part of this. I just want to say on air that she has said behind the scenes, yeah, I'll talk at least once or maybe I'll just like, you know, throw in a little bit and then every time we get in, fuck that shit. I'm really well, fucking bored. This is stupid. Fuck I have you to guys. say I, I got some negative results on the opening theme, so she's definitely going to have to do a song for us and sing for us because we got to change that. And I heard that we were cussing too much, so I tried to cut back today. So for the few people who told me that. Fuck that. Fuck you. Um, but we did try. I think we did a good job. We, we were, cussed too much. Are you serious? Hey, man, we gotta we gotta get the information out there. So the all right, all right, all right. The old so, people can hear. Well, it, let's so. just get this out of the way because I know Box has the same uh, mentality that I do when it comes to words. Oh, I don't give a shit. Well, it's not necessarily that, but it's that a lot of people that don't like cursing, they don't like it because it holds some kind of negative connotation, and they think that the word itself is what's negative. Yeah. 
They don't realize that it doesn't matter how you spin it, how you say it. It's the meaning behind the word. So if you say shoot or shucks or baloney or whatever the hell you want to say, it's the same shit, fuck, crap, whatever it may be. That's like saying same thing. the N-word. It's the meaning behind the word that matters, so not the word itself. So everybody who doesn't like cursing, get ready for the barrage of curse words coming at you <laughs> from the next episode. <laughs> next oh, episode. yeah. I'm going to lay it on so fucking thick. It's going to be ridiculous. Well, but before we do that, before we drive everybody away, I do want to... I'm just kidding. I'm just going to talk like I normally do. I want to throw out reminders again that uh, we need to be uh, we need to be liked... We, we need to feel the love so like the Facebook page it's under our name Intellectual Saviors and also on Twitter the Intel Saviors at the Intel Saviors go ahead I think we've, we're up to about 250 followers now something like Damn. that so we're, getting, um, so we're getting there yeah so our, our egos are not quite inflated as they should be so no we don't want you to ask we are just, badasses and we need to feel like we're badasses yeah we don't want you to ask just so we feel better about ourselves because I could give less than two shits um, but it's more so you guys can respond to us and send us some fucking comments or suggestions like you guys need to really fucking do something about that opening theme or that was good yeah. or something else and no nudie pics either I, we haven't seen that's another thing pics. as well the fucking email counts up um What's We're it? waiting. Intelsaviors at gmail.com. Yep. Go ahead and, uh, you know, females, do your job, man. We need some nude photos. Not for me. Dude, for we're Eric, probably going to get a whole bunch of penises, I, probably. If you send, dude, yeah. why did you give that idea out? <laughs> Good job. God damn it. Good job. <laughs> you fucking douche. And they'll even, like, make penises. a. Oh, no, I'm not going to get my any, ideas. Any dick Thank pics you. will forward <laughs> on to uh, Kristen so she could check them out. <laughs> and then she'll she'll rank them, and then she'll yes, and then she'll. We got to do this. We'll have Kristen on air ranking penises. There we go. <laughs> so make sure they're that'll hard, be gentlemen. the only time she's ever on air. <laughs> so they give her something to do for a change. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, say bye. Later on, peace out, bitches.